What's up, podcast listeners and YouTube watchers? I'm Chase Lee, the co-host of the Real Me In Colon A Movie Podcast and a contributing reviewer on DallasMovieScreenings.com. And I got another movie to review for you guys, and that would be Gloria Bell. Now, this one comes from A24, and it's directed by Sebastian Lelio, the same director that won uh, for his foreign film uh, two years ago for A Fantastic Woman that won the Oscar for Best Foreign Language Feature. And this one tells the story of Julianne Moore's character, Gloria Bell, and she's, you know, recently divorced and, you know, she wants to get out there and start meeting new people. So she starts throwing herself into these nightclubs and, you know, she feels like this is kind of like her element. She likes to dance and, you know, maybe she can meet someone and kind of connect with and start a new chapter in her life. And so she meets a couple people, but I think the main relationship that we want to focus on and what the movie focuses on is John Totoro's character. He is in the same boat. Um, and he's just like, Hey, I'm looking to just meet people. And so they strike up a relationship and, uh, they kind of just run with it. And this movie kind of interweaves throughout, uh, Gloria's life, uh, Gloria's life and, uh, how she interacts with her kids, maybe her ex-husband, her new relationship and how her new relationship, uh, interweave, interweaves into her kids' lives and, uh, um, maybe her ex-husband's lives, just all that kind of coming together and just becoming a new person. And uh, seeing what she does with her new life. So going into this, I didn't really expect much. Uh, I liked the trailer. I wasn't like blown away by it. But Julianne Moore is just one of those actresses to where I will watch her in anything. Even if she does something as hammy as play the villain in uh, Kingsman, The Golden Circle. I'll still watch it. Because uh, she's just uh, that alluring to me as an actress. Um, I, I always get excited for whatever she would like to um, kind of tackle next in her project. So I will say that Gloria Bell... I didn't really care for it at first, but the more time I thought about it, because I saw this movie a while ago, it started. That was my stomach. Uh, that it started to grow on me um, a little bit and a little bit more, a little bit more, and I was like, okay, this wasn't as bad as I thought it was. But there's definitely like a major issue with this movie that um, you know I, I think does bring it down in terms of my grade. But I think the more I thought about it, I kind of like it. So I'm not gonna say like it's gonna win anything or like it's gonna be nominated for anything. This is a solid little movie, solid to a, a kind of like. So let me try to explain this and break this down. So let me start off at the top. Julianne Moore, she's wonderful in the role. She t she plays the type of character that is extremely grounded and that I could actually see walking out on the street. She is vulnerable. She is strong at the same time, and there's a lot of stuff going on within her that she's able to portray through facial expression, and not even saying a word on screen. That's how good she is. And so I like where the character starts at the beginning of the movie, and I like where the character ends at the end of the movie, and just the overall arc that this character has. It was a delight to watch, and she is tremendous. She is a force of nature, and that's why Julianne Moore is one of the best. So she is not the issue with this movie. And to be quite frank with you, all the other characters are good characters. Um, all the actors and actresses cast, uh, whether they be John Turturro or even Michael Sarah as her son or even Brad Garrett as her ex-husband, they're all good in their role. There's really nothing wrong with their performances. I think all of them have their moments to shine and kind of like these flashes in the pan type of moments where you're like, wow, that was really good. Okay, wow, that was really good. Um, to, to be quite frank with you, and this has nothing to do with my grade, there is a slight um, knock on Sean Astin's character. No lie, he is in two scenes. All 
I guess it counts as one scene just from exterior or interior to exterior, but basically the same long scene. He has two words of dialogue. Two words. Not two lines. Two words. So you could have casted anyone in that role, to be honest with you. He did not have to be there. Um, <laughs> it doesn't really affect my grade. It's just kind of like, he could have gotten someone else. So, um, all right. So moving on from uh, the kind of uh, performances, to get into the directing, I think the overall um, kind of flow that I got from Lelio's directing style is that this was kind of like a carefree film where it's like, hey, we're going to see her do this and we're going to kind of see her do that and just, just kind of move along with their life. It's a very like casual pace. There's really no type of urgency to this film, but I like that. It's very laid back and it's just kind of like, let's just see how Gloria um, operates in her life. Let's see how she she interacts with people. And that was great. I, I had no problem with that. It does slight, like slightly become lingering and meandering a little bit where you're just like, okay, like we have one shot of her in the nightclub. Next shot, she's doing something really random. Next shot, very quick shot of her uh, handling one of her grandchildren and then she's back in the nightclub and it's just like i got that after the first 10 minutes i was like cool we're setting up her life we're setting up this story but then after like the first 20 minutes and 30 minutes we're like okay i get the point can we like can I move this a little uh, a little faster please or you know maybe we could have cut some of this out or whatever so that was my only slight criticism criticism with that is that slightly meandering you know but i think for the most part it has a a steady pace Another thing I did not really like is the amount of time we have with specific people. Um, there is a coworker in the movie that um, has two scenes. When the second scene happens, you're like, oh, we're we supposed to feel bad for this person. You feel nothing because it's just more of like, a, hey, she was there. She's gone. It's just like, was that really necessary to the story? Was that necessary for, <coughs> excuse me, for Gloria's character? Some could argue to be like, no, that shows her. Uh, um, it's almost like her support system. Her her coworker is like a fighter, and even though this bad thing happens to her, it kind of pushes her. I, I get all that, but it seemed like it was just really random in the movie, and you could have cut that out. Um, you know, some of the scenes with the the kids and uh, the ex husband, like we only get to see him a couple times. They're not in it that much, and. Um, I don't know, maybe a little bit more with them to show a little bit more of the emotional depth that she has between them. I appreciate what I was seeing on screen. I just wish I would have felt it a little bit more. It seemed a tad stale uh, from my perspective. And then also, towards the end, you know, something happens with uh, her and Totoro's character. I'm not going to say what, but something happens to her. I was just like, okay, so the whole point was... I don't really understand the whole point. Uh, she lived her life. I guess, um, I, I don't know, it just, uh, I didn't mind the relationship, because uh, I did think they had some kind of beautiful, kind of, you know, um, subtle chemistry going on, but towards the end of it, I was just like, then what was the, I, I just don't, I, I didn't understand, like, the connection that I was supposed to have between us and Gloria after all that went down, and then the credits start rolling, and you're like, oh, okay, like, cool, um, so, without spoiling too much, that's pretty much it. Uh, other than that, like, you know, I, I love the music. It's very ethereal and just kind of like it sweeps you off your feet. It's just kind of like almost this dreamlike 
type of score that almost goes with her mindset of being uh, uh, in her mindset where it's just like she's living this kind of like uh, dream where, um, you know, she's really having like the best time of her life right now. And then when the, you know, the kind of harder scenes hit with like some of the stuff in her family, you, you know, it was um, uh, a little bit more um, subdued with the score. It was a little bit more kind of like put, pulled back a little bit where it was like, okay, we're not going to be too abrasive with the music. We're only going to do it when she's like kind of um, being kind of carefree and just loving herself. And I thought that was um, quite a magical moment. So overall, guys, you know, there's a lot of good things about this. Some bad things, but I think for the most part, it hits its stride probably after the first act. And then I really got into it, even though the end was just kind of like lackluster. And I was like, okay, what was the overall point with some of that stuff? I still liked watching it for the most part because the technical aspects of the filmmaking, it's a very, it's a very slick looking movie. It's very, very somber type of uh, cinematography. Julianne Moore is great. All the performances are great. So I can't really like, I can't sit and be like, oh, this was all bad. It's just, it's more down to maybe some trimming with the editing and maybe some of the story elements on how uh, they were portrayed. But overall, I'll give Gloria Bell uh, a B minus. I think it, uh, it it's worth your time if you uh, want to see something with Julianne Moore or see something kind of different, a little bit more uh, laid back, slowed down with the uh, fast environment that we have with blockbusters. I think um, if you want to give it a shot, uh, I'll give my slight recommend to it. So what'd you guys think of Gloria Bell or have you even heard of it? Comment that places right below my face and let me know. And I'm Chase Lee guys and tune in next time for whatever I review next. I will see you guys later. To women who hoped to evade the ticking clock of time, Dr. Frederick Brandt was the most potent drug dealer in the world. And the dealer got high on his own supply. From Imperative Entertainment and the team behind Broken Hearts comes a new series that will challenge everything you know about fame, fortune, and the fear of growing old. I'm Justine Harmon, and this is The Baron of Botox.